Welcome to Let Me Know How It Is, a pop culture podcast about TV, movies, comics, and all things geek. Topic today, superhero costumes and their transition to live action. I'm Zach Slater. I'm Frank Melman. This is Tommy Smithereens. And I'm Clifton. Okay, so I think this is like one of the fun aspects of superhero movies. I love hearing when something is going to be made, right? So like, let's say that they announce an Alpha Flight movie, right? My first thought is like, well, who's going to play Puck, (laughs) right? But then very quickly, I start getting curious about like, well, how's that going to look on screen? And what's the costume going to look like? And, and, and I think sometimes things make a wonderful design in the comics pages, but it can look very different when it's on an actual person. And so we're kind of going over that, like, like when the costumes are super accurate and they look great on screen and when they've changed, when they've made changes and when it works, when it doesn't work. So we're going to get into all of it. So I thought uh, we would start at a nice familiar one that, that practically everybody's seen. So let, let's jump in with like the Raimi Spider-Mans and share our thoughts on that, because this is this is an interesting one, because this is like pretty comic accurate, I think. Yeah, I think so. Talking Spider-Man here, not Green Goblin just yet. We'll get into that. <laughs> what did you guys think? I, I mean, I like the costume. I thought the, the, are we talking about the first one, the very yeah. first. Yeah, I, I like the, the, the Raimi Spider-Man costume. I think it was pretty good. It's not a bad, you know, it's not as, I remember the, the, the main thing was like early on, it looked like there was the more of a gold to the eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was kind of, which was a little different, but I think it was just the sun reflecting or the posters or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. But then it became much more apparent that it was more like a, you know, it was opaque so that it, it was more like in the comics with that, with a, almost like a smoky kind of weight to it. Yeah. And, and the, the pink was kind of an interesting thing that we saw creep into even amazing Spider-Man, which we'll get into after, you know, just keep it with the Spider-Man stuff. But yeah, I mean that, that, that it was weird how sometimes, yeah. And some of the photographs and some of the even shots of the movie that it would like, it would read almost like a different color mm-hmm. than, than like the pure white that you typically will see when you're looking at Spider-Man in the books and stuff. Oh, for the eye lenses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the, I remember reading in an, it's an early, early Spider-Man appearance, amazing fantasy 15 or some of the early amazing Spider-Man stuff, but there's a like costume breakdown that, mm-hmm. that they had drawn and in, written into the book. And it points to the eyes and says they're reflective sunglasses. Like basically. that's what they are. <laughs> they're like, well, they're like the two way mirrors. Yeah. Okay. So basically anything works really. We're used to it seeing white because that's how they would always represent it yeah. uh, in the colors, but they were supposed to be like a, like a reflective lens of sorts. I even think there's an early appearance. I don't know if it's, it's if it's amazing fantasy 15 or if it's amazing one that has like, like dots <laughs> within. Yeah. Uh, like it's a mesh, like it's screen. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, it looks it's a, it's a funny look, you know, looking back on it. But I, I think at that point they weren't quite sure <laughs> How whether or not. Now. Yeah, where they wanted to make you know give him a point of reference of where um, his eye would be looking at that uh, point. Yeah, yeah, like pupils. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. gotcha. So they did. There, there is an issue like that. I, I think it's the. I think it's amazing one. But um, yeah, I, I think I think they did a great job with that aspect of it. I, it's not. It's certainly not a costume. The the Sam the the Raimi one doesn't look like it's a costume that's sewn, you know. Right. No, I mean, certainly not put together by a kid. <laughs> no, right. you're never gonna get that bit of like you know like Peter's you know had a costume that smells like smoke or yeah. you know he's been in the he's been in the sewers fighting the lizard and therefore he's got to come up with a new costume because the one that he has reeks. Right. You know, and there's no scene that, like I remember early on there's scenes of like 
great Ditko shots of like panels of 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 Peter trying like trying to thread a needle, mm. <laughs> and he's like, now I got to sew my costume, you know, right. But no, you, with that costume for sure, with the texture of it, you know, I think is that where where we first get the like the first idea of like it's it looks like the the surface is it that one or the one that's in the next one, the next iteration where it's kind of like the surface of a basketball. That's the second. That's one. the second okay. iteration. Yeah, that's Andrew Garfield stuff. The first one does have like very three D webbing mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, yeah, the, like yeah, very the, raised webbing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which kind of reflected silverish too. Yes, sometimes, yeah. which is the thing. It wasn't like it wasn't a, a, a pure black, right? Again, like you typically see in the books, right? right. That webbing is always black mm-hmm. in the costume, and, and in to to our knowledge, it's never raised. No, in the no, com- it's, again, in the again, it's it's supposed to be you know it's it's supposed to be a uh, you know it's supposed to just be part of the the material, not like it's a raised webbing. Yeah. Again, not that it, not that it's bad or the idea of like it. I mean, it, silver would read more like actual webbing. Yeah, like you know the the quality of an actual web. I guess is what maybe they were going for when they went for it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I like it. I think. I mean, I think it's a good. It was a good representation for not being completely yeah. comic accurate. I think it's a really good representation of Spider Man. I think it works. I don't. I don't mind the silver webbing. Like I get used to it, and and mm-hmm. I agree with you. I think that that's the design. Is that it, it's supposed to look more spider webby, mm-hmm. right? I guess to resemble the color of it, right? I'm speaking in in air quotes, which you guys can't see, but you, you know <laughs> what I mean. I think I think the weird thing that comes into that is that like that the the 3D like piping, I'll call it, like comes off of the spider itself, like on on his chest. Mm-hmm. And so I think like that's kind of a funny thing when that spider is not black. Yeah, I think I think it's kind of an odd thing. And um, and my other thing with that costume is kind of going back to what you were saying, Frank, where it looks like it's not something made by a kid. What I appreciate about it, though, is is the way that the movie depicts the costume when he's not wearing it. And it does look like something that he could just throw in a backpack. <laughs> Sure. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I like that. I like that 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 it looks in that way. Like, like I'm thinking of the shot in Spider-Man Two when it's hanging out of the garbage can after he throws it away, mm-hmm. and it does look not clothy, but it looks right. it looks flexible. It looks you know it it looks thin, and then and then of course when he's wearing it, it it's not it doesn't look like you know the Batman rubber costumes, but there's <laughs> something to it. There's a heft right. to it when he's wearing it. Which, right. Yeah. Yeah. So and then so this costume changed as far as I could tell very little to Spider-Man 2. Right. Right. But Spider-Man 3, do you guys want to get into the black costume a little bit? Yeah, we can talk about that. Sure, why not? Yeah. I thought that, you know, again, for an idea of of for what they were doing, you know, the idea that they were trying to, you know, do the black costume without doing Secret Wars and without doing Venom. Um, I kind of wish they had gone a little more authentic. <laughs> with with the right. actual costume, I mean, it's a nice mirror image. It's it's mm-hmm. fine. It works for what they needed to be. But I was hoping for, you know, I've always been a fan of the black and white costume. I, you know, I know some artists really like it because it was easier, way easier to draw. But right, as as a, you know, for that for those set of movies, I think it's fine. I just it was one of the things where I was always kind of, uh, I would I would still like to see live action what that black and white costume would look like. Yeah, it's it's a little heartbreaking for me. Yeah, I remember because like, you know, I it's what they went with, I think, makes some logical sense. Mm-hmm. Right. That like, why would this thing redesign right. his suit? Right. It, right. Like, right. 
it's just it's just okay it's just uh, i'm gonna be a black like glob that goes over top your costume so it's the same costume just in black Mm. and i think i'm like okay like i i I get it that's that seems to make like i said like a logical sense but i think that black costume is like one of the coolest looking costumes in all of comics i think you're talking about the the actual the actual comics one yeah the actual comics one it's one of the most iconic in comics yeah no i'm a big fan of that one I remember when that first poster came out and it, and it was just the suit from the other two movies in black. I was like, oh, is this just a, <laughs> is this just a black and white picture? Yeah, Did they just right. grayscale this? I wanted right. to see like the big white spider and everything. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, that one was a little heartbreaking for me. Right. It does work in the context of their movie, like you said. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it does definitely disappointing not to see the big white spider. Yeah. Right. All yeah. across the front. Yeah, exactly. So, and that was also the one that like spectacular Spider-Man played around with too. Just as a quick note, you know, but they did something different too. We're like it taking over Peter, the spider was getting bigger. And that was sort of like the visual Mm -hmm. of, of, of it, like taking control over him, which I thought was, was, was interesting, but. But it sold much more toys if they went with the big white spider instead of just a black version of the regular suit. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. (laughs) More Halloween costumes also. I'm sure of it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. So I'll leave it up to you guys. Do you guys want to jump into Amazing Spider-Man or just to stick with the, with Spider-Man, the character, you want to go into some of the bad guys from the Raimi stuff? Let's talk about the bad. Well, yeah, let's talk about the Raimi bad guys and then we can jump to the other one. Bring on the bad guys. Yes, please. As they say. Yes. So Green Goblin. Mm -hmm. Let's start with him and go. He looks like a Power Ranger. That's what, that's what I hear. Yes. <laughs> and, it's, and it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, I mean, they did tests for them for like a traditional goblin, I think, right? There are pictures out of that. I think I I've think seen so. over the years. And, and yeah, at the time, that probably wasn't the way to go with the tools they had either. So I'm not sure what they could have done. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought there was, I, I thought that at some point there was um, like at least artists' ideas of what we could have gotten if we had gotten prosthetics. Right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I thought I've, I've seen like a makeup version that's, that's prosthetic makeup. Yeah. For, um, for Defoe, for Willem Defoe to, to, to have. And I don't know if it's one of those things where he would, I think right around the time he had just done that Nosferatu movie. Right. Mm. Uh, Shadow of the Vampire, I think it was called. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. But I think it was one of those things where he was kind of like cold. He wouldn't have to worry about being, you know, in a lot of makeup, maybe. I don't really know if that's uh, the deal. Okay, I could see that. You know, he was kind of like, no, I'm good if I don't have to, um, if I don't have to be all made up all the time. Right. But yeah. I, 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 you know, I, for one, would have loved to have seen, you know, even if it would have been like one of those, yeah, Shadow of the Vampire, that's the one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if it would have been, if they had just gone with something, even if it had been like the a mask, like even a, like a, a, a souped up better ma- like Halloween mask that doesn't make sense. Like in the comics when someone takes off a mask and so it, 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 it mimics their face and then they take it off and it's perfectly they're human underneath right. or whatever. Right. Like a, like a mission impossible mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have gone with that. Fine. <laughs> yeah. That's my thing too. Like, cause I, I think about it. I'm like, you cast an actor that has maybe one of the most expressive faces in all of Hollywood. Right. Right. And then, and you're hiding that behind a thing that doesn't move. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, that was my thing. It's always thinking about, it. I'm like, I, it would have been so cool if they went with a mask, 
or went with like a makeup thing that they said was a mask. Right. I mean, right? They tried which, to- which is that's my th- I mean, like like looking at the Spider-Man costume where we're. The camera's kind of lying to us where, like I said, like, you know, the, the costume itself, when it's on Tobey Maguire, has some heft to it. Mm-hmm. But then you're going to tell me that it's this flexible thing that gets tossed around. Right. Like, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with you just. Having something that that, you know, allowed his facial expressions expressions to shine through and then just tell me like, oh, it's this thing that he puts on and off. And well, I mean, you know, they, like, they, they try to give it a logical reason, you know, for it's like the part of the battle suit. They give, you know, they, they set up that in the script. So that's, I mean, to be why it's a little more, you know, a little yeah. more than being like the chemicals in a mask and all that. I mean, we still get that moment of, you know, the Smilex gas or whatever it is that mm-hmm. changes, <laughs> that affects his brain and, and gives right. him, you know. But there's also the moment like where we see the wall in the house, right? Yeah. Where he's got all the the different, you know, different tribal masks or, or you know, masks that he's collected. So it makes a little more sense that he's wearing this, this Power Rangers outfit. But I remember in the scene where they're on the roof for the first time and I see, you know, the, you, you know in a really good quality, like an HD version of the film, when I saw it the first time, you can see his mouth moving. Like he's actually, like it's not a... It's not a cheat. They're not dubbing it. He's actually wearing this outfit. Right. Yeah. You can yeah. see his eyes in there sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it's, it's, again, it's very, it's not, it's distracting. Like, I just feel like, as you said, there's no expressive, you know, there's no expressive yeah. quality to it. The fact so, that the lenses come up, I, th- th- yeah. this is just me. I haven't read this anywhere, but I think that's Raimi realizing, like, I need, I need, <laughs> I, I need an avenue for more expression sure. out of this. And that's why they come up and you can see his eyes and stuff because that's the, I love that movie. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love that movie, but sure. that scene is always odd to me because it's like, it does look like a power ranger episode because there's mm-hmm. no mouths moving right <laughs> anywhere, yeah. you know? Yeah. I remember at the, the time even when seeing in the theater, I was like, well, maybe it's not him. Maybe he didn't feel like putting on, Oh no, he's wearing it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, again, I, I think it's I think it's a missed opportunity to go the especially when you look back at like the old Ramita uh, goblin appearances in the comics and how expressive the goblin face is as well. Yeah, you know, it just was one of those things. And granted, it, it's the whole idea of wearing a mask and still retaining all the you know retaining all of the stuff that you have with you know an actual mask would not work, but in the comics it does. And I don't know how they would have done it as well in the movies, but I wish they at least had tried. Right. And now since then, that was before they introduced the concept of like hulked out goblin in the comics. So Mm -hmm. I mean the Ultimate Spider-Man had started right around the same time that Mm -hmm. the movie came out, but the movie had certainly gone into production before Ultimate Spider-Man started. But everything since then has kind of gone with that. And I feel like that movie probably would have too if if it had if they had thought of it. Right. Of having like the the serum also hulk him out into right. some form because i mean like we're going to talk about amazing did that and then the um they've done it in animated series they did it in spider-verse when we see goblin for a mm-hmm. second he's, he's hulked out goblin right uh but they just hadn't gotten to that yet in the, yeah. in the comics yeah i imagine whatever version we get next live action is not going to be a traditional costume goblin glider kind of i think it's going to be much more of the actual goblin looking hulked out version right mm-hmm. yeah that mask does look cool when it's on that armchair though well, yeah. <laughs> i didn't think <laughs> about it like it wasn't in my notes but but frank when you brought it up i'm like no i'm like that is a scene where it works really well mm-hmm. i think yeah um all right so let's let's move on to doc ock then bad guy spider-man 2 
So Doug Ock works. Yeah. 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 I think so too. They don't get that one wrong at all. No. Well, they even, there's even the great bit of, you know, the, the, the Raimi camera shot of, of when the tentacles are working to save him when he's right. out. Yeah. Even that, like that to me is like, you know, it's, it, one, it's a staple of Raimi stuff. And then it's just also the idea of how great that, you know, that thought out seemed to be thought out much better than in, you know, the Goblin. And, and, and you know, Molina is able to do a lot more mm. scenery chewing as Octavius that way. Yeah. Would that happen? You know, granted, I mean, Dr. Octopus doesn't have any kind of mask or anything, but. Right. No, just, yeah, just the sunglasses and stuff. Yeah, the (laughs) goggles, the goggle type things. And a bad haircut. That's all he's really (laughs) ever had. And and a a lab coat. That's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was the thing that they they didn't do at any point. Like, because he's in a trench coat a lot. And that was the one thing I'm like, oh, I would have liked to have seen him in the lab coat costume just for (laughs) just for a scene. Right. It it reads similar enough, though. Yeah talking about the tentacle scene though like the the hospital scene is when it becomes like a horror movie that's so jarring <laughs> you're like oh yeah there's sam raimi right like, yep. that's the sam raimi we all know directing mm. this one scene again right <laughs> like you get a tentacle pov shot <laughs> yes yeah that's a fun that's, scene though yeah it's yeah, just, scene, like, just like just scene. kicking the crap at all the doctors yeah so. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it was cool stuff and then and then spider-man 3 you get sandman which is pfft, it's it, it's it's like he's pulled out of the comics, right? Like, yeah, no, I think I think visual again. I think visually for that one, I think they did an event. You know, amazingly, no no pun intended. You know, there's a it's a really good job of conveying. You know, that scene where he's forming for the first time is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the fact that he looks just like um, was it Flint Marco? Is that his name? Yeah, yeah, Flint Marco. Yeah. Like you know, it looks like he's right out of the comics. My issues with Spider Man Three aren't aren't related to that. I mean. I don't like what they did with this character, but I like, right. I think visually, I think they did it. I think visually looks great. Right. Yeah, I do too. Like, like he, like the, the sweater never like the striped sweater, like it yeah. works perfectly. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't look odd. No. There's, and there's no, and what I like about it is that there's no like dumb explanation for the sweater. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? It's just like, it, like, it's just, it's just what he put on. That's it. Well, you know, yeah. yeah, just a dude have his wear a sweater. Yeah. You know, that I mean, day they, while he's in the particle accelerator. Yep, yeah, whatever. I mean, they, you know, they could have attempted to do the one that the the costume that he sometimes wore with the frightful four, but you know, I'm glad what they did with the traditional like Ditko. Hmm. You know, well, basically what his costume has been for you know was it sixty years or whatever. Right. right. Yep. And then in Spider Man Three, they took another swing at a goblin, mm-hmm. and and I feel like uh, missed again on a yeah. goblin because we went from Power Rangers to paintball. The paintball yeah. <laughs> goblin. I, until you said that, Clifton, I completely forgot that he was even in it. Yeah. I thought we were going to concentrating on on Venom and 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 uh, Sandman. I completely forgot that that he's in that <laughs> opening bit. You're absolutely yeah. right. That's how forgettable that costume or an attempt was. I mean, like I, 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 I mean, it's again, it's one of those things where I thought at the time I think was like, why didn't they? I mean, granted, you could have done Green Goblin two and fixed the stuff that you didn't do with the first one. Right. You know, because Harry's the goblin yeah. a couple times in the comics and, you know, right. he, he basically steals his dad, you know, look and everything. Yeah. Or you could have gone a step further and made him a hobgoblin. You know, I'm right. granted it's not, it's not in the books that Harry does that, but you could yeah. at least visually sold more action figures by right. having. It feels like they were trying to, to straddle that yeah. in the movie because they mm-hmm. took like, there was, I feel like there was hobgoblin colors given to him. Like he had some orange. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's, it was, it was an, 
odd one because it's like, yeah, he doesn't have like the fixation on the mask. So I so my thought is like, okay, well, maybe that's the avenue why he doesn't have it. But then I'm like, but he's taking his dad's mantle who did. So I feel like he would have gone with the whole mask Mm -hmm. thing. And it's just it's it seems like a step backward, right? It seems like that movie was 2007 where we were starting to get some comic accurate stuff like in that same movie. Like, right. like what we were saying. And then that one feels so reserved, which was typically what you got in comic book stuff from, mm-hmm. you know, made in the 80s and the 90s and the early 2000s and stuff like that. You know, right. We're like, let's change it. Yeah. Like all black. They're going to be in yeah. all black. Yeah. We can't possibly make it <laughs> comics accurate. Yeah. And then what about Venom really quick? I thought Venom worked. Yeah. I didn't think I, think, I don't think again, it's one of those. I don't, the, the problems with Venom aren't necessarily the, the look. I thought the mm-hmm. for Venom was fine. I didn't have a problem with it. Yeah, I'm with you too. Yeah, for some reason, like, it doesn't stick out quite as much as the black costume on Spider-Man as like, as like, no, like, I'm like, it feels right. Like, that one feels right to me. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was fine with that. I didn't really have much issue with that. All right. So then, okay. So then they redid Spider-Man. Uh, for the amazing for amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield, and that was the one that you said like had the basketball <laughs> right <laughs> texture on it. And this, I think, is is probably the biggest departure, and I think the big like the biggest like let's try something new. Mm-hmm. So, and this is the one also that had like the orange eyes. Yeah. Like it was like it was always orange, which was the thing, which always which was which was a little odd to me. And so I'll let you guys get into it. But th- this was an odd costume for me. Don't hate it. Just odd. No, it was no, it was odd. It just I don't know. It's I guess it was them trying to be different because. Mm-hmm. I know you guys like the first three iterations, well, at least the shiny suit Spider-Man is what I like to call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that's um, good. This one, it wasn't quite as shiny, but texture-ish. Like, I can't help but think with Frank's right with the basketball suit, Spidey, but it just felt, I don't know, disjointed. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, I had it, sneakers, it, which is weird. I don't know. I appreciate the sneakers. <laughs> I, I, I get that, those little hints, but I right. just, I don't know. It just, the first one felt like he was trying to go to the Met Gal as opposed to this one. He's trying to, <laughs> ball, you know, ball at home or something. Right. No, I, I get, again, like I get the logic of like the sneakers, right? To be like, like, so he's just in socks. Is that what it is? Right? No, he's in but, those. He's he's in those shoes things that you can like looks like your feet. That's what yeah, I always thought. Well, yeah, but but then but it's like it's but they made it. It had like silver detailing to it, and I remember it was weird because it called so much attention to it. Like yeah. when you saw it, uh, in. And it was just like, wow, like they, they didn't go with something more subtle, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. Well, this time he's amazing. Remember that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm and looking, you know, looking back on it, I didn't really like the back of it either. Like I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, I, I prefer the big, you know, the, the, again, traditional <laughs> Spider-Man spider on the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, again, a lot of what, I mean, the, the costume's okay. I, it's not mm-hmm. awful, but it's not, it's definitely not my, I wouldn't rank it as my favorite Spider-Man costume. And then there's right. just the, the fact that what my issues with both those movies are not the costuming so much. Yeah. Well, so. yeah, yeah, I get, I get you there. I think so for me, for the amazing Spider-Man, the second costume, I liked a lot more. 
the one he wore in Amazing Two. Mm-hmm. I thought because like because the the eyes got so big on it, yeah. and they were like, and they were they were like a, a like the first time in the movies that we saw it was like a pristine, like clean white. Yeah. On it. And I remember looking at that and they were kind of rounded and I was like, that looks like the comics. Whoa. Okay. That's cool. Right. Um, and that was like my favorite Spider-Man costume on film on, until Tom Holland showed up. Right. <laughs> you know, but yeah, I thought, I thought for the time, amazing too, was maybe the most accurate. Yeah. Most faithful. I should say not accurate, most faithful to the comics. Which I have to assume that it was just slightly maybe backlash from from the design of the first one. Probably so. So, yeah. So that that was the one I didn't realize, like, how much the eyes really makes it for me. And then, you know, and then Tom Holland gets his Spider-Man costume and then they go a step further and the eyes move. The eyes are expressive. And I'm like, OK, <laughs> right. that's the best one. Yeah, no, I, that's one thing I love about the Tom Holland costume is the fact that they finally were like, no, we could do that. That that works. We've done it in the, the comics for a while, so why not do right. it? They would always cheat on that in the comics. Yeah. Where you'd yes. never be like, why? Are, like, why is he squinting here? You never <laughs> ask. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, again, why would the mask why would the mask take on the properties of his eyes? That makes no sense. Yeah. yeah. But they found an acceptable solution that we'll take, that we'll swallow. Sure. Right. Yeah. And I like the brightness of it too. It's a bright blue. Yeah. Like in Civil War, at least, like, you know, end of Far From Home, not so much. It's end of Far From Home. I remember it's almost black. Yeah, it is. Right. But yeah, I just like I remember Civil War. I'm like, man, that's like it's so bright and it's so I'm like, this is perfect. It's absolutely perfect. I love it. And even that, like in the early appearances, that coloring was really dark in mm, the, yeah. the coloring on the Ditko arc where you're like, is it are we only seeing blue as like a highlight? <laughs> or is it actually supposed to be blue? Right. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, so I, I can take it in different shades. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I kind of like in Homecoming, mm-hmm. not the official suit, but what he was flying around the neighborhood with. Uh, the mm-hmm. sweatshirt and the swim goggles. Yes. I kind of like that only because maybe wrong. I, I understand the comics had him with the, you know, uh, a needle and thread and he was amazing, but. Mm-hmm. The, the fact that he cobbled together his own stuff in order sure. to hide his identity was like just a nice home touch that was more appreciated, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a yeah. nice, I mean, I know there's lots of people that, that don't like the aspect of the fact that they, you know, there's a lot of people that, that complain about the fact that, you know, again, this isn't a suit that a kid would cobble together. Yeah. And we saw, mm-hmm. we get to see it in Civil War that what a kid would cobble together and in Homecoming too. Yeah. You know? And I like that too because again, it, it's one of those. You know, I like the whole thing of no, he's he's his own man. I know, you know, he he's not he's not above getting help, but he's his own man, yes. right? But um, yeah, I, I think it's one of those things where I I you know I agree with with you, Tommy, the idea that it's nice to see that they they at least nod to that, you know, because in spite in 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 um what's the second one? Far from home. Far from home. I mean, it basically, he he has you know. He basically has a moment like in a video game where he basically gets to design his own suit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Yeah. It's very much a video game of like, oh, cool. I can take out all the aspects I like from different things and build my Spider-Man suit, which again, you know, if Tony Stark was your, was your surrogate father, why wouldn't you, you know? And the other thing is that people need to, you know, that need to remember is the fact that, you know, while the, a lot of the stuff is rooted in, in the Ditko and Stan Lee or Ramita stuff, a lot of this MCU stuff is all ultimate. Yeah. And it's a, you know, it's, it's the ultimate universe. It's done. It's not the same, you know, Iron Man's a much bigger figure earlier on than, you know, than he is in the, in the sixties stuff. So 
I accept it. I have no problem with the costume being, you know, I think it's funny, but I think it's one of those things where I don't need to see Peter necessarily with the needle and thread, but I'm glad also that they did nod to it. Yeah, I, I like that the that they tied the story into the costume too, right? Like like it does explain that okay, like like the, the costume we know is the one that Tony gives him, which I think is a neat idea, but you know, I liked it in the finale. As as much as like the you don't get the visual of him in the actual costume in the finale, but it but it is neat that it's like it's just him. It's just mm-hmm. right. And and yeah. and I'm not I'm not doing this with like you were saying, with the help and everything, like it's just me and I'm doing it. And oh, and yeah. I, I like that. You know, I just think of that scene where he's talking and 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 he's like, um, you know, I'm nothing without the suit. Right. And it's just like it, like just the fact that the suit is is a important part of the story is what I appreciate so much from Homecoming. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we did a lot on Spider-Man. So so where, where do you guys want to go? You guys want to go to early movies? Where it wasn't so so faithful, or you want to go into late into the more later stuff? We can talk about the early stuff, I think. Okay, just to give an idea of what it was like watching live action superheroes in the Dark Ages. Yeah, I mean there there was a, a sense early on that. I mean, I heard this in the comic store repeated multiple times. It was a, it was you know just like oh you can't do how it looks in the comics because it's going to look goofy and it's going to not photograph well, and so you have to change it. Mm-hmm. This is why the X Men aren't in yellow. Oh, right. Well, <laughs> right. You know, no. yeah, you're right. No, but I was hoping that you would talk about what you talked to me earlier. OK, like the best interpretation of that is uh, the evolution of Captain America suit. Mm hmm. OK. Like, it's funny how in the first movie, the first Avenger. You get the iconic suit and it looks terrible. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. And then with each iteration, we see him. We see them slowly turn it into something more comfortable like you 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 see the the wings on his head poke out when he's mm-hmm. doing the um the bits on america like they're filming him as a hero with the pictures mm-hmm. but when he right. actually goes to battle there's no wings it's just painted on like what you see in the avengers yeah yeah and then you slowly see it creep into something definitely more cooler than what it starts out to be yeah there there was a learning curve with cap mm-hmm. i think where I, I think the look of, of the suit he fights in in First Avenger is really cool, but I remember that being like pretty polarizing. Um, like before the movie came out, when there was just like the images out. Right? Mm-hmm. People were like, it doesn't look like this. It doesn't look like the comic suit. Right. And people were a little upset about that. I remember a, a friend of ours, Dan, who was one of those that was a little upset with it. And, he, and he's like, you can't tell me that the suit would have looked dumb in the forties because they designed that suit in the forties. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Sure. You know, but the outfit does look like the ultimates captain America. Yeah, it outfit. Does. Well, it again, does. Right. Right. That's, the, that's the thing is like, it's definitely an ultimates, you know, more of an ultimates heavy influence cap. I mean, I, I'm, I for one don't really have a problem. I mean, I would have liked to have seen more. I mean, I love the way that they incorporated in, in, in first Avenger in the first one where they, incorporate the, the classic suit in the, the the dance number when he's on the USO tour. I think mm-hmm. that's that's brilliant. Like I love yeah. that's one of my things I love about that movie is the idea of like, okay, you know, we, you know, he becomes more of a, you know, like the when he's drawing the, the picture of himself as the monkey on the unicycle because he's not being able to do anything important because they're afraid of losing him. But the idea that they, you know, we get to that that, that classic um Kirby and Simon costume 
that way is great. But I mean, it's still one of those things where I kind of agree with Dan that like, I would have liked to have at least seen him try to do something with it. Mm -hmm. Even though I understand the, the influences aren't just, you know, the class, the, the, the classic thirties, forties stuff. So. Yeah. And so he would, he would have that suit for the first one. And then Avengers, they went with the more like spandexy, right? Like, I mean, I mean, it's, it's the most spandex looking costume I can think of worn in a comic book movie that isn't right. That's not like black widow or something. You know what I mean? mean, Yeah. I mean, there's, but there's also a little of that, like we get a little of that, you know, they, they, they get referential about it in Endgame, don't they? When they go back to that, that point in time. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and I think, but that's kind of, I mean, it just, there there are moments when he's wearing that, that suit. I think that there was just uh, like, you could see it in, in, in his cameo in dark world when, when Loki like shapeshifts to cap for a second and that's the Mm. suit he's wearing. He's like, God, it's so tight. Right. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Right. And then, and then you go to winter soldier and winter soldier, like for the finale goes back to the cap suit from the first movie. Mm hmm. But you have that really awesome, like, like, uh, the shield costume. Yeah. Like the all blue with the silver. I like that may be one of my favorite cap suits. Yeah. Uh, in all of the movies, but the one, the one that I think Which sticks, that one was a play on the comic suit around the same time. Mm-hmm. Right. And the one that sticks though, like doesn't come until Ultron. And that's the one that's sort of, it has some heft to it. So it's not the spandexy one, but it does have like the red and white on the stomach. Right. And, and, you know, the mask does look a little more like a helmet. And, and, and I think that that's the one that we've seen sort of like a, a take on that or, or the, that's the guts that we see for all of the costume he wears throughout. Yeah. Right. Infinity War is a different suit because it's meant to be that, but weathered. Mm. Right. It's meant to be like messed up and, and the star faded and, Right. Well, it's to, to like indicate that. what, yeah, it's, but it's also, I mean, it's also indicate where they've been on the run for forever and sure, you know, all that, yeah. but, you know, just, just where they are, it, you know, it reflects a lot more of where they were story wise too. But no, I, I, I really like the age of Ultron suit. I think it's mm-hmm. a really good, you know, a good modern take on cap suit since you can't do like the, you know, swashbuckler boots and <laughs> all that right. stuff. Yeah, but it's all. But the colors are also a lot. I mean, they're not nearly as bright as it is. You know, there's that shot of when um, Hawkeye and and Black Widow and Cap are walking to the Quinjet, and I'm always like, ugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that that that's when they walk in 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 Avengers, like or yeah, in, yeah. I guess it's in Avengers when they go to they're going to New York. It doesn't look quite right, right. but I think Age of Ultron definitely looks like a much better current take on the suit, and it works. Yeah. What I like too, this is a stupid thing, but for Mm. me, this is neat. And I like that he is sometimes photographed in Age of Ultron, like in just the pants of the costume, Mm -hmm. but not the top. And he's like, he's got like, like the Under Armour, like product placement thing that he's wearing. (laughs) Right. Right. But what I like about that is, is it does humanize it a little bit to me. Like the idea that Cap wears an undershirt, Mm -hmm. like under that, I think is really cool. You know, and it just—it right. does just add stuff. Like, okay, it gets hot. And he's gonna take it off, and he's gonna be comfortable. Like, I like it's just—it's a neat, um, shorthand. It, well, yeah, it's a neat shorthand. It's—it's—it's it's, it's fun just to see it like get stripped down like that, right? You know, but yeah, but I mean, but going back to 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 the dark ages when we were saying when everybody was would sort of like had it in their heads that 
you couldn't do the thing in the costume, the, the thing in the comics. Right. Right. The, the one that made that really like kicked the door open for me where I'm like, no, that's not right. Is was Hellboy. Mm-hmm. When Hellboy came out and I'm like, oh, like that's the book top to bottom. And it looks yeah. great. Sure. Like, like, OK, now I don't believe. Right. Because it had it, it was in my head that like. That you th- that the leather jumpsuit for X-Men like was the only decision you can do. Mm, right. Yeah. Like it had to be this. And then I saw Hellboy and I'm like, no, it, it's now. Coming to me that it's it's how you shoot it and what's the world look, what's the set set pieces in the art direction around the movie look like and how is it lit? And you can convince me now that. OK, like we can go with something that is more bright colored and more and more comic accurate and it will look good. Right. You know, well, I mean, I think I mean, I, I agree with you. I'm not saying that you're wrong because I mean, I think Hellboy is a, a perfect example of no comic. You can shoot this stuff and, and not have it look ridiculous. Mm. But I think even if you go back further and you say. Something like I, for all for all of its, you know, camp and all of its goofiness. I mean, there's a lot about Batman 66 that does work comic book wise. Yeah. I mean, a lot of those costumes don't read poorly on the screen. No, they don't. You know, right. I mean, there's a, you know, there's a reason that's part of the reason why that show endures is the fact that no, a lot of those costumes really did pop and really did look great. And I don't mean to say pop because, you know, it shouldn't be a big, you know, sound effect, but the idea that no, I, I, you know, like the Joker was the Joker and the Riddler's clearly the Riddler and, you know, Catwoman's clearly, you know, they're all, they're all who they're supposed to be. Right. Comics wise. I mean, there's nothing that we don't, they don't really deviate from like the classic takes on a lot of them. I mean, I think Riddler's the only one that might get, unless the Joker's doing a bit. I think most of them all, I think Riddler gets two costumes, right? Yeah, because he's he sometimes got like the suit jacket. Right. Right. Yeah. And then other times he's got, he's got the, the pajamas. Yeah. The full, <laughs> yeah. The footy, the footy pajamas being yeah. the Riddler. Right. Depending on whether it was Gorshin or, um, Gomez, Gomez Adams, uh, John Aston. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, and the thing, and the thing that that you're making me realize too is that, like, yeah, there are moments where like they're in Catwoman's hideout, and it's clearly a set, and it's got like all these weird cat statues and stuff like that, and that's that's clearly like a very, very, very like you know we designed this to look this way. Mm-hmm. But when they're on the street and mm-hmm. they do exteriors and stuff, like right. it doesn't look weird. Like it, like. like a- <laughs> Well, no, I'm not, like like when they do something like on the steps of City Hall, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it perfectly it works fine. I mean, there's no, yeah. you know, or or there's moments like when when you know there's the 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 color the joke again the Joker's doing a bit and there's colored smoke and you know he just pops out of wherever and he's you know laughing madly and all that kind of stuff. I think that works fine. I just think that 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 when when comics and 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 uh, culture push back on that is where they decided, oh no no no, we're not campy. We can't yeah. look like we can't look like what this show was, which I think is a shame because that wasn't the thing. I mean, again, I don't think we, you know, I know the uh, some people have a hard time. I, I'm one of them. I, I can't say that I, I love that show since I watched it as a kid. I, I definitely was like, eh, for for a while, and now I've come back around. And like, no, I I absolutely love that show. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think, from a cultural standpoint, there was a lot of pushback on the idea of looking anything like that, and ever since then, it's been. Well, we have to do black or we have to do muted tones or we have to, you know, come up with a reason why someone would wear this. I'm like, you know, take all the, for lack of a better term, fun out of it. Right. 
you know, there's a reason why you you're drawn to a brightly colored character doing something heroic or villainous in a you know comic book. There's a reason why you're drawn to it. It's because it's you know it's 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 designed to draw your eye to it. So okay, you you guys can can you know back me up on this or, or correct me on that. But so when Batman '89 came out, mm-hmm. there had not been any version in the comics where Batman had been dressed in all black. Um. Hmm. No, because at that point it's you're talking eighty nine. So right before that is is you know there's still the, you're coming off of like Dark Knight's the biggest thing in the world, like Batman wise. Right before right. it, right. But I think that is the closest where it was gray and black, right, with no blue, right, right, yeah. And even still, I mean, and it, and it is blue for an issue. Yes. Right. Also, I mean, yeah. There's 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 costume changes in that, and there's a stripping down and 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 a, a darkness that you see over time. But yeah, but it's, but, it, but it's never all black in that book. No. Right. And so, correct. and so it was never all black anywhere else. Right? No. Right. And then, yeah. And then that movie comes out and it's like, Whoa, what's this? Right. <laughs> yeah. I think, but it's also, you know, around that time is when you start to get the whole thing of like, you know, people start to realize that every single comic book art- article outside of comics are talking about how the industry is growing up or whatever is always like starts the same as, you know, we're no longer the, I remember vividly it's like Rolling Stone and like other, other publications were like, you know, we're not the, we're, this is not the Batman 66 zany, zany, goofy Batman stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, there was definitely a delineation of like, oh no, no, this is not where we are anymore. Which and is again, funny because ironically, I think Tim Burton was literally trying to make Batman 66. <laughs> I right. Think, right. Well, I think that movie is Tim Burton's version of Batman 66. But think about, I mean, think about how much of, of like, as much as you want to say, oh, the, the, you know, there's a, there's a pushback on, I mean, you can argue the Batman stuff for sure. Cause Batman's all in black and then you've got the yellow symbol. The Joker, on the other hand, the weird I'm, yellow symbol, hang on, which I will point out. Okay. Because it's got that barbed bat tail mm-hmm. on, in the costume, which, which, which is an, which is an odd change on the logo. Right. Mm-hmm. Because if you guys, if you guys really, if you guys look at pictures of Batman 89, just the, that first movie, the, the bat logo is different. It's got extra barbs on the tail, which is strange because the logo itself for the, mo- the movie poster and the VHS tape, that's not <laughs> on the bat logo. Yeah. And so uh, it was always an odd, like, even as a kid, I'm looking at him like, that's, I wonder why they did that just for the movie. Right. But the advertising, the marketing doesn't have any of that doesn't didn't follow that. Anyway, that was just a quick sidebar. I wanted to jump in because you brought up the logo. <laughs> right. Right. But then, you know, th- there's that. And then, you know, you, but like uh, the Joker, on the other hand, is is it's hard to argue that's not the Joker. Right. Right. I mean, that's, you know, we it's it's, it's again, it's it's the prosthetics. It's it's Nicholson. It's it's, you know, purple and green. And then, you know, scene to scene, depending on what he's trying to do or, you know, he's pulling, you know, whatever caper he's pulling at that moment, you know, I, I still. I love the the you know it's your old you know, it's your uncle Bingo time to pay the check. I love that look, <laughs> right? You know that that costuming is awesome. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm. But I, I think they don't, they don't shy away from it at all. I think for the Joker, I think Batman's kind of a radical take, and I think they when they get to Batman Returns, they they tone it down from being such a black to more of a dark blue. Yeah, a little bit. It reads a little more gray to me. Okay, but it, it it's. Almost the same costume, except that the logo is changed back to the traditional one. Mm-hmm. And he's got like the weird robot abs is what I call it. Because <laughs> okay. it's like it, it's not it's not like muscle sculpting on the abs. It's like a square 
right with like lines which it which is an interesting because it makes me go like well why does it have to be muscles like why sure. does it have to be actually muscles always like it can be this approximation but that said i think the first movie looks better when it's actual mm. abs <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where I, I've always, one of the things I've always wondered about where they would have gone with it had they had gone with the whole, whether, would, if they had, especially when they get to like the other movies, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think when, you know, we've talked about it before and other stuff, the idea that, you know, the penguin is definitely a departure from anything in the books or anything that we've seen yeah. in live action before. And that, infor- that even goes on to inform the Batman, the animated series, because, mm-hmm. you know, for a while, and we don't get explained when we get to the red skies, but, um, you know, the bat that the, the penguin has flipper hands and, yeah. <laughs> you know, all that and stuff. That, and that creeps in from time yeah. to time. And sometimes you get you get takes. that's kind of a quasi like combination of it where like he, he's got regular hands, but his teeth are sharp. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I, I've seen I, I've seen where people like the 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 Tim Burton, like grotesqueness of penguin is kind of on a scale for other people when they draw him, I think. Right. Right. Because like Tim Sale plays with it a little bit, but doesn't commit quite as quite as much. Right. You know, well, I remember I mean, like, like, I remember some Batman stuff around that time in the 90s. You had like Sam Keith, Sam Keith's like, I remember, I think he does the penguin. The penguin had I don't know if it's like Legends of the Dark Knight or one of those books, but mm-hmm. his his penguin definitely had like the, the pointy sharp teeth. And like in the in the Batman, that Batman version of the penguin. Yeah, has some of flippers. that. Yeah, has that yeah. too, right? Mm-hmm. He's got flippers and sharp teeth. Sam Keith was a very stylized artist because his Batman ears would go up and up until they kind of curled back <laughs> over. Right. right. I love Sam Keith's art. It's so yeah. much fun. Yeah. But that's the one that I, that I was thinking of. Yeah, and I forgot about Tim Sale. You're right about Tim Sale too, mm. that he would do that. But I, what I was also thinking was, you know, the you can't argue that that Catwoman costume definitely, you know, that one is iconic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, that's not something we had really gotten ever before. Then Catwoman had a lot of looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she a lot did of, a lot of different costumes from the, from her first appearance in the in the in the in Batman one. But you know that one is one that I don't know. Eh, I don't know if it's easy to say that it that I, it informed more of the choices going forward. Mm-hmm. But we definitely got more of a you know head to toe leather take from that point on. Or vinyl, because yeah, it's definitely because it's a vinyl look in uh, Batman Returns, right? Yeah, I mean, interesting that the most prominent aspect of that costume doesn't really pop up all that often, and that's the the like the big pronounced stitching. No, like I mean, when, when they had the the 80th anniversary mm-hmm. recently, like I think there was one of the covers might have, and again, we don't really get that in the books, but I think that's one of the ones like someone I don't know if someone did a cover or there's a, there's a pinup or something around yeah. that time for it just to, to acknowledge it i think there might or there might have been like a variant cover around that for her own book yeah that someone drew like i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna say something about the batman costumes that may, may be controversial maybe you guys oh, agree okay. maybe not i'm gonna say this i think by and large from 89 on mm-hmm. i think the suit gets worse and worse every time i can say that. i mean it's not I, too con- i don't think that's too controversial i think i think ba- i like batman returns a little less than batman 89 Okay. I like Batman Forever a little less than Returns because <laughs> yeah. because the belt's not not gold, right? In that one, <laughs> then Batman and Robin, where it's all black completely. The emblem's black. The utility belt's black. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna say anything about bat nipples because really it doesn't bother me that much. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> right. I really don't. But 
Batman Begins. I love that movie so much. Mm-hmm. But like, I I like a pointy bat ear. Yeah, and it's like, and that one's you. like so thick. You don't want bat nubs. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, like I like the Dark Knight suit. I like because it does appear to be the most like mobile. It does like you know. I think. Well, I mean, to go back to the to the to the bat nubs or the bat, you know, that costume. I think that I always read that as like they were trying to do what. Uh, Miller does in year one and it just didn't work. Right. Okay. So they didn't, they didn't want to make them too long to look like the other, some of the other, but like the, the Tim Burton stuff or the uh, Schumacher stuff. But yeah, I think they just went to, cause you know, in year one, he's got that short of like almost, almost uh, to me, it almost reads like, um, like going back to Batman six or going back to the Batman 66 stuff, kind of like the hats that Catwoman's male right. henchman wore. <laughs> right. You know, you can yeah. see it, right? Yeah, I mean, that was always like- <laughs> that was always the thing that yeah that that bothered me about the '66 one is that the ears like barely pop up past his head. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. But I think that I mean that was what I, I mean to me. That's why I think I read it that way. in Batman Begins was the idea, like oh, they're looking, they're trying to go year one Miller, and it just they don't. It's it's not a bad look. I like I think Miller and Mez, well, it's Mezz Kelly. I'll come back yeah. to it be. But um, and I mean, and there's something with the mouth hole too. I think like yeah. the mouth hole's a little a little small and a little narrow and I think looks okay, but I mean like that detail alone, I mean there's a hundred different ways of like how much is too much of the jaw to expose, right? And what this is too little, you know. I mean the the number of tests that you could do just on that, I think, are is you know, countless. Right. And overall, like it just started shifting more tactical gear. It just yes. became more paramilitary yeah. over yeah. time, more Definitely. and more and more. Mm-hmm. Definitely. As other stuff like that aesthetic just started catching on in general and other things too. Yeah. And kind of where everyone would like, oh, superheroes should should look like a SWAT team or something. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. then we don't get like a comic accurate faithful until Justice League or or Dawn of Justice, I should say, which yeah. For all its faults, I give them that. I'm like, they're the first to try the gray and black. Right. Sure. I give. And that's that's the only good thing you'll hear me say about that. movie. <laughs> but, right. <laughs> they got that. Yeah. You did that part. Right. Right. But, so we can round up the 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 Schumacher and, and Tim Burton stuff. I, again, I was thinking more along the lines of I, I always wondered what they because, again, they lay the groundwork in, in Batman and then, then they go a different direction because I guess they don't have. um Billy D. Williams, they've, you know, Tommy Lee Jones for Two Face. So I was kind of wondering what they were going to do with that. Mm-hmm. You know, because I don't really, li- I don't really care for the way that Two Face looks <laughs> in uh, Batman or was it Batman and Robin? Batman Forever. Oh, Batman yeah. Forever. That's it. Yeah, Batman Forever. I don't really, I've never really liked that look. I thought, you know, I, I understand that you're trying to convey the difference between, you know, the two sides of Harvey Dent, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't think that works very well. I, I can see there being many discussions about what's too scary for kids. Yeah. <laughs> right. That that's, I, I could see that. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the ma- makeup aside, mm. just talking about the suit itself. Yeah. It's a mm. loud. Yeah. Evil side. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's, it's like zebra print and, and tiger stripes and stuff. And, and extends to his interior decorating choices. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. In his apartment, it's <laughs> yeah. half and half down the middle. Yeah. Right. But yeah, going back to those, like that's a, that's another thing. Those movies, like I said, I think Batman and Batman Returns are Tim Burton thinking he's doing 66. That's that's mm-hmm. Batman 66 through a Tim Burton filter. 
Forever and and Batman and Robin are Batman sixty six through a Schumacher filter. Right, right. That is a Batman sixty six two face. Yeah, that's straight yeah. up what they think they're doing. Mm-hmm. It is, which we you know, which is ironic because we you know when we finally do get a, a Batman sixty six take on Two Face, it's awesome. <laughs> right in, in the animated <laughs> in the animated videos, it's, it's it's terrific. But um, yeah, I mean that's you know it's one of those. I mean, Riddler's fine, I guess. You know, they go a little mm-hmm. too far with that too. You know, I thought it's a little, it's a little glammy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we get a glammy Riddler. I think the mask yeah. looks good. Yeah, I do, I do, because okay. it because because it hugs his face and it's form fitting, but like it doesn't. You don't see like a string. Like like <laughs> when you see the back of his head, like it doesn't go all the way around his head. Like I like I I think I think it's a neat look. Yeah. Maybe it's just me, but yeah. <laughs> it works. Yeah, I'll I'll say this about the new one, about the Pattinson one, mm-hmm. um, which I'm not going to make too many snap judgments about it because we've just seen the trailer and stuff and and just set picks. But so far, I'm not impressed with the suit. I don't okay. think I like the suit very much. You talking about the Riddler? You talking about? No, no, no. I'm talking. I'm talking about Batman himself. Oh, okay. And, and, yeah, yeah. and what what's this? The Batman is what it's what they're calling it, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Again, the, I don't know, like you know the uh, Batman. So you don't get confused with all the other Batman. Yes. Right. This Batman I, right here. I don't want to hold <laughs> set pictures against it because you know that's taken from a guy in a tree. Right. You know. Sure. Like, sure. Like on a, on his phone, shooting down at the you know down when they're filming outside or or they're at, they're at lunch in between takes or something. You know. Mm-hmm. Which I think tends to be right because it's it's usually now the first look of the suit we get is is a like paparazzi photograph from like like the actor like walking to their trailer in the suit mm-hmm. and everybody judges on like oh it looks terrible sure sometimes <laughs> you know what I mean and my thing is is you know you guys can back me up on this maybe or not like uh, my thing is like you're not I'm not seeing how the filmmakers intending it to look there right yeah. you know yeah I won't even look at those behind the scenes stuff just because I know it's not a representation of what it'll look like in a finished product mm-hmm. after color correction after lighting after just the camera work right. the aperture choice like everything goes into making a movie a film image yeah. on a screen that's not, you know, from somebody's cell phone from 50 paces or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes effects that you're not yeah. seeing. Right. That are going to be applied to it also. Like I remember that was a thing with the Jamie Foxx electro. Mm-hmm. Right. Like <laughs> there were set pictures that came out when he was in the hoodie. I remember there was like led lights on the inside of the hood. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the hood edge was ringed with led lights. Yeah. And there was and a lot like, of why is he wearing LEDs? Like, why does he have lights in his hood? Yeah. Everybody was like, that's <laughs> stupid. And Cl- Clifton, you pointed that out. You're like, that's lighting thing. Like, there's going to be right. an effect on top of that. That's just right. the light. Like, they want him to glow. Yeah. And it's easier to, it'll look better if it's a real light that, that creates the glow and they can just paint out the light sources easily rather than adding the whole glow in effects, which would look bad. Right. Yeah. So that was what it was. And if you go to the movie, yeah, like that's the shots. He's his face is glowing in the hood because they put real lights on it and then just painted out the dot, the LED light sources. Yeah. And then real quick, well, let's let's talk. Let's talk freeze and and Ivy. Okay. so did we like any of Mr. Freeze? 
I, I mean, no, but like by that time I got what they were going for. So right, like right. It, it works in their context. Okay. It's just not a good context. Right. right. I like when he's in uh, the bathrobe and the, and the slippers and he's doing the sing along. <laughs> right. To the, to the year without a Santa Claus. Yeah. That's what he's singing. The heat yeah, miser, the, cold miser. He's in the bathrobe with, with, with the, the ascot. And the <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, it's one of those again, uh, you know, in context, I guess, but it's also, you know, how bad can you mess up poison ivy? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Right. I mean it's it's hard to say I was let down because I knew what I was <laughs> I knew what to expect right. going in. You were bra- you were braced for the punch, Clifton. Right. <laughs> I knew what was coming, so I, I, I steeled yeah. myself to it. But <laughs> <laughs> I deserved it for being there. <laughs> right. Yes. You you co signed on it, so there you right. were. No, I, I I remember, you know, at the time thinking, oh, cool, Uma Thurman's going to play Boys Night. That could be pretty cool. And then just not enjoying <laughs> what they did yeah. with it. I don't dislike it. I'm not disappointed by it either. It's, okay. you know, it's, I mean, I can't say that they didn't try with Poison Ivy. I mean, like, that, that that's, that's what she wore at the time. Right. And again, like, I think it's a very, like, they were like, what would Batman 66 do? Right. If if Poison Ivy had been in 66 Batman, and, yeah. and that's what they came up with. And then Bane's in that movie too, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who plays Bane, the wrestler? Uh, Jeep, Jeep Swenson? Sure, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't just make that name up. It's okay. No, no. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, 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 that's in my head. I remember okay. that. Like, <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, I'll throw out a couple that, that I think to me, like turned out like magnificently. Okay. I think. Like these are some of my favorites and, and some I'll point out just aspects of it that I like. What I like about the Netflix daredevil okay. is I like the headpiece. Sure. Actually, that's one where like, I, I think the thing with, with cowls and masks and stuff like that, there can be a, a, a point where it makes the head look too big. Sure. Yeah. Gets right. gets too bulky, right? which yeah. I think can be odd. Right. I think can be odd. Right. Like like I'm I'm looking at Snake Eyes in in the second GI Joe movie where it's like he's wearing a motorcycle helmet. And I'm just like it just it makes him look like a lollipop. <laughs> right. Like you know what I mean. But I, <laughs> sure. I thought that, a very very quiet lollipop. He's a, he's a bobblehead. <laughs> right. I thought they did it really well in Daredevil. I thought like it looks proportionate to what he's wearing. Right. Um. It tapers off towards the bottom, which helps. So yeah. it's not like a big bulge coming out of the side of his neck. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I think it looks, I, I think it looks, I, I think the boots are too clunky for him. And I don't like that when you get to wide shots, you get like, you could see shoelaces. Mm, yeah. Which, which is a stupid nitpicky thing because like, how else is he going to put it on? But it's just like for that character, I, I, I imagine something thinner and smaller where he would be more like fleet footed. Sure. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a ninja. He's a ninja. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the other thing is like, you know, for, for, from almost from the beginning, he's been depicted as his costume is pretty much, you know, <laughs> skin tight. Right. You know, it, every, every ripple of every muscle is, is evident in Daredevil. But I do like his Netflix costume for the most part too. Yeah, no, I do too. I think it's a great costume. I think it works yeah. really well, but I, I think Black Manta and Aquaman mm-hmm. looks awesome. Yeah. I think it looks fantastic. That's one that's one where I where it's okay for the head to look as big as possible. <laughs> sure. Right. right. Sure. You want him to look like a mushroom. Yeah. yeah. 
Yes, it should be the size of a manta on a man's head. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. And I mean, and and truthfully, I think all of the suits in that movie, I, th- I think Ocean Master looks really cool when when he dons the orange and the green. I think it looks good. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I don't I don't have anything bad to say about about any of the costumes in that movie. I think it looks I think it looks really good. Uh, Deadpool. I, yeah, think right. Deadpool, I think Deadpool may be one of the best translations the screen ever. Yeah, right? I think so too. You know, because they even got like the little tail at the back of his mask, <laughs> like it's a sock, but it isn't. Right, right. Like you the know, little, the little dangly nub. Yeah, and uh, and so I, I'm gonna throw in '90s Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I still think those look incredible. I was thinking Ninja Turtles too when okay. I was thinking of stuff for it because one, it just looks surprisingly good. Uh, it does. It's Jim Henson <laughs> Creature Shop created the the animatronics and everything that went into their faces to give them expression and and they did a great job on it yeah like i'd buy it yeah go ninja go ninja go ninja go and there's <laughs> yeah. there's a cool um design detail with like the musculature where it doesn't l- like it looks like muscles like they're toned but it doesn't mm-hmm. look like they're flexing right all the time you know what i mean it just it looks kind of like a natural muscle at times which i think yeah. is neat Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm still just blown away every time when I see like, wow, there's an actor actually in that, right? With like a scuba tank on his back doing a backflip. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like th- that. I I'm stunned at that. I wish that there was more behind the scenes like footage of those movies of like those guys like practicing and stretching and that stuff because I would love to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that's like a Cirque du Soleil like feat that I'm just like my god. <laughs> Just wearing that and walking, I think, is incredible. And you're doing backflips. Right. Yeah. So those are kind of my tops. I think that those all like like, you know, went beyond expectation for me. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, some of the ones that like stand out to me, almost all of the Iron Man stuff, yeah. I think, translates incredibly well. Yeah. To film. Yeah. Uh, there's there's some I like less than others, mm-hmm. but overall, like even extending to War Machine. Yeah. And and everything like it always looks good. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to the Titans show, which was on DC Universe and mm-hmm. is coming to HBO Max because I think they do a really good job on costumes almost all the time uh, yeah. for a TV show, especially for a TV budget and having a big cast of characters in suits. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the ones that I think stand out really well are. Uh, I mean, like the Robins, I'm convinced, like I buy the Robin suits, no matter who's wearing them in the show. That's a nice Robin suit. Because there's multiples. Even, even I'll I'll say really quick, even the Batman Forever Robin costume, I really like too. Mm -hmm. I'll say that too. But yeah, I think the Robin suit in Titans looks great. Yeah. And then like the, the one that is a hard one to pull off and they, they nail perfectly is Hawk and Dove. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, if you look at a comics Hawk and Dove, you will not think that will ever translate to live action. Yeah, I've never, I've still haven't seen Titans, but I, what the, the stills I've seen of their costumes, I was blown away at how good they were. Yeah, and they work just as well, like on screen moving. Okay, in, cool. With the two of them. Uh, gotcha. they, they, they missed up a little bit. Um, they're, they, they're Ravager. They do Rose Wilson. Her helmet's bulky. It's the problem you were talking about with Snake Eyes. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, like they, everyone else looks great. Yeah. And her, for the most part, looks good. I just wish they had done another pass on her on her mask. Mm. Yeah, and it's you, you brought up Iron Man, which shockingly hasn't come up yet, too. And mm. and the thing that I think is cool with that 
is we poo-poo Green Lantern so much because it was a CG suit. Right. Mm, right. And I'll bet not not, you know, it, it is it is what it is. Whatever. You know, they tried something new. But by the time we get to Endgame, Downey's not wearing a suit. Like that's all CG. Neither is Tom Holland. Tom Holland's all CG too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like that's all CG. <laughs> yep. You know, like like my understanding is Downey wears like kind of a chest plate for reference for like one take. And then it's like, okay, now now let's take this off of me and I can get some actual like range of motion and stuff like that. And it's all gonna be put on after. Yep. And and none of that looks bad. It looks great. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah, for me, I if I'm talking like my favorite stuff of all time, I would have to go with I still think we've never got a better Superman costume than Christopher Reeves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still think that standout, you know, that costuming alone, you know, we, I think like you were saying, Zach, I think Superman costumes have gotten progressively worse mm-hmm. live action. I think, I think like, you know, some of the TV stuff is not bad, but I think generally, you know, I'm not a fan. When, I made it a- <laughs> when the actor in Superman and Lois has got the Fleischer suit on for that one shot. Oh yeah, no. I think yeah. that one's really cool. Oh, it's great. I, yeah. I, I hope we get more flashback stuff with that. That would be yeah. terrific. But you know, I, I'm I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the the non trunks mm-hmm. onesie look. I don't really yeah. care for it. Um, I'm glad they've gone back to it in the comics. That he's he's wearing the trunks. I think it it's it helps break up the blue. I think it looks better. I think they but make I, the know, cape too long too. Is the thing. Yeah, but I think that you know Christopher Reeves Superman. Uh, you know, I, I think again same thing with. With Linda Carter's Wonder Woman, I don't think we've got a better live-action Wonder Woman costume. Mm-hmm. I still like that one a whole lot. I think in the earlier episodes where she's kind of wearing like the skirt, I think that works better. But mm-hmm. um, and then oddly enough, I, I thought I thought in stills and in motion, I thought the Star Girl costume really really is a uh, good for costume. The TV show? Yeah, I think oh, that cool. really looks cool. I think it's it, it's functional. Yeah, they did a great job with her. You know, I think they did a great job on that as well. So it's one of the ones that I'm like, recently, I'm like, no, that that's a, that's what she looks like. That's what she looks like in the comics for sure. They didn't, there's no muting of the colors. There's no, there's no nonsense. It looks like Stargirl through and through. Yeah. I think the 90s Flash is still the best Flash that they've done too. Like hmm. the 90s TV show, Flash. John Wesley Ship. Yeah, yeah. I, the John I mean, Wesley Ship I, one. It, is, it is big and. And and, and, <laughs> it's a bu- and it's a bullet and it's more a- similar to Batman eighty nine than I think anything else. But I think I think yeah. it looks really really neat. I mean, compare compare that to the Justice League. Like I hate the Justice League Flash costume. Like he looks like a robot. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, because you know we've talked. I think we've talked about it at least. I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast. I've talked about it in, in in reality in real life about the fact that you know the last thing you want when you're running is something that's going to drag you. Yeah, it's <laughs> so that clunky, cost- and, and that and, costume is so clunky and looks like every bit of it is designed to slow him down when he's yeah. supposed to be sleek and fast. And it, that costume does not convey that at all. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So there's a redesign for the Flash. I hope mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah, we'll hopefully. get whenever that movie comes out. Yeah, but no, I'm happy you brought up Superman because that's just Christopher. That's just him in a suit. Yeah, that's no muscles. <laughs> that's yeah. like no, you know. Yeah, that's the dude. Yeah. So. And, there, and there, there's a muscle padding to the Shazam costume in the movie that I like to it because it should look a little like like, you know, wishful thinking ish. Right. Like, I think he should be. I don't want to say like like there should be something magical to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to say it should look fake. It shouldn't. Right. But but it should it should look 
unnatural in a way i think right it should look it's well it's designed to, again we, we're, these costumes are designed to draw your eye whether yeah. they're whether it's on the page or whether they were i mean again you know it's it's that bit in superman where it's like the guy you know the 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 stereotypical uh black guy in the movie is like you know nice threads or whatever he says to him you know it's designed i mean that you would someone wearing a co- i mean think about it think about it this way anytime you ever go to like a convention and someone with a really good cosplay costume passes by you, you stop mm, yeah. <laughs> to check it out because mm. it's not something you see every day. And I think that would be times a thousand if someone just landed out of the air in that costume or right. swung down, you know, from a roof in that costume, you would be, you know, a bit taken aback by whatever they're wearing. Right. Yeah. I'm with you. So any, any, any last good ones we want to get in before we start closing out? Any Constantine references? Because that's easy. Just trench coat and a tie. I think the Matt Ryan one's pretty great. Yeah, I th- yeah. No complaints. I th- I think he pulls it off, you know, beautifully. I think that you know, I, I've I've enjoyed his performances as Constantine. I think he, you know, and then I think the costuming sells it easily. So mm-hmm. yeah. All right. So to close out, we're going to go around and we're each going to list a costume design from the comics that we desperately want to see translated into live action. But first. If you like the show, you could check out all of our episodes on YouTube and let me know how it is.com. Just please, however you find us, don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave us a review. Finally, if you have any ideas for a topic on the show, you can send them our way on Twitter or in the comments. Our Twitter handle is our show's initials, L-M-K-H-I-I. All right, so who wants to go first? What's a, what's a costume you desperately, you can't wait to see them do in movies or TV? I was super excited and, and, um, and I, I was disappointed on a lot of levels, the fact that that uh, the Ava DuVernay, um, I hope that's saying, saying her name right. The New Gods isn't being mm-hmm. made, mm-hmm. right? Because I was really looking forward to like Mr. Miracle. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give a couple. Like I want to see Miracle on the on the pop on the on the on the big screen in those colors. Right. I really want to see what how they were gonna do Orion on his cycle on his hover yeah. cycle thing. On his, right. Yeah, on his yeah, exactly. And then <laughs> and then I wanted I was really hoping to see how they were gonna do Barda. Right. Yeah. You know, all those new guys, especially with the fact when we got, you know, I mean, I don't know if we've talked about Eternals a couple of times on the podcast, mm-hmm. especially when I had the high hopes for what the Eternals costumes are going to look like. And those things are just the dullest kind of like subdued. Why are we back in the 90s afraid of show what the, I mean, those Kirby costumes are awesome. The Eternals costumes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're practical for 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 shooting or not but at least they they look you know visually they're really cool designs and i think kirby did the you know same thing with the new gods and it bums me out that the eternals are so bland and i was really hoping that we would finally be able to see like the new gods done at least costume wise well if the story was not great but i didn't think that the story wasn't going to be great right yeah the eternal stuff i think looks in the same family as the rest of the marvel stuff like like it looks like it's made in the same way that the thor do you? Because I, I, I don't. You know? I think to me, it's they're afraid of the color red for some reason. Like mm-hmm. red is a is a color that Icarus should have all over his costume, and for whatever reason, they shied away from it. And I don't understand why. Mm. I don't. I okay. don't get it. it, it's, it they, it's a subdued dark blue, and that's it. Okay. And again, well, that's I, again, I look again. If you again, if you look at any of those characters from like the Kirby stuff. And again, especially after after Ragnarok, after Thor Ragnarok and Taika Waititi going like, no, there's a practical way to give us Kirby stuff. They should have not mm-hmm. not dialed it back to what I feel is literally costumes from the 90s where we're afraid of, we're afraid of big bold colors, which comic books are based on. Right. Okay. I'm with you though with the new gods. Yeah. 
I think yeah. Orion. I think Orion on his little hover thing would be awesome to see. <laughs> yeah, this, his astro yeah. his astro harness. I think mm-hmm. would have been really cool right. to see. Yeah, but yeah, I was definitely looking forward to to, to Miracle and Bardo. However, they're going to do them, and if they were going to embrace, you know, I wanted I wanted Ava DuVernay to just wrap her arms around all that Kirby stuff and be like, no, we're not afraid to show you that. So, yeah. but we we're not getting it That'd now. So, Clifton, Tommy, I mean, I'm looking forward to one that's coming. Okay, um, we'll see, and that is Moon Knight. Okay, yeah. cool. Because I've talked about Moon Knight here before, and it is coming as a Disney Plus show, I believe, finally confirmed is Oscar Isaac as Mark Spector after being long rumored. I think confirmed now, or just maybe more rumored. I don't know. It's hard <laughs> to keep track on those. But I'm really interested to see how they do it because Moon Knight's very much known for his costume mm-hmm. over the years. It's a dynamic costume being all white or silver it was Uh silver in the first appearance but then it later changed to being depicted as as white but i also would kind of like to see the one from the 2014 moon knight run which is just moon knight in an all white suit with a white mask which i thought looked really cool that was the declan shalvey art yeah is that the mr knight look that they call it i think yeah yeah when he rides around in a white limo yes (laughs) in his white suit and white mask yeah, because Moon. Yeah. I, I didn't want. I did. I I purposely shied away from Moon Knight because that was the one. Like hoods are tough, right? Mm-hmm. You know, hoods are tough to. You know, Arrow will tell you that, right? Um, right. <laughs> hoods are, and hoods he's are tough. always and he was always stylistically drawn too. So like, if his hood uh, hood was up, his face was always all black. Yeah, except for his eyes, because that's how like Sinkevich would draw it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they would always play a lot with like different stylization on him. Yeah, and I'm interested to see how might translate. Okay, cool. Moon Knight's a good pick. Tommy, who's yours? Oh, I was going to go um, something I think they're going to be able to pull off, but Clifton, when you said with Moon Knight, it made me think, huh, to tone it down, my first reaction, well, to 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 start off my first reaction on what my thought was going to be was um, Lady Death or okay. Power Girl, just to see if they have the gall to do it. <laughs> like, right. I just want to see if they have the for lack of a better term, cuts but to do it. Mm-hmm. Yes. But now it made me curious to think what they're going to get with She-Hulk. Yeah. yeah. Because every every iteration of her costumes, just her wearing a leotard or a onesie. Right. That stops at her thighs. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. It'd be interesting um, how they toned that down for um, Disney+. Plus. Okay. Yeah, I wonder if it's going to be a lot of her fighting, fighting or doing stuff in her lawyer clothes. Yeah, in a big right. old pantsuit. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of. I, I don't know if it's ever been collected. We'll probably get it collected for um the show. But there's like a lot of like um Alan Davis short stories or, or like small like here stories here and there with her wearing like a long skirt, right. <laughs> you know, and a, and a jacket yeah. and, and and the glasses, trying you know trying to try a case, and then you know something happens in Midtown and she's got to go take care of it and then come back and not destroy her clothes while she's doing it kind of stories. Right. So yeah. Think, no, yeah. yeah. But that, that, that's even still risque to have mm-hmm. her busting out of a lawyer suit like three sizes too small or whatever, you know. Right. <laughs> I mean there's also like the full body suit Hulk gets to wear in Endgame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That is a So I would have uh had we done this episode a couple of months ago, I would have said um Sam Wilson Captain America. Yeah. But we got that recently <laughs> and I <laughs> love it. Yeah, <laughs> I absolutely love it. But that was the one I was really craving. Um, so now I'm going to go. I'm going to stick with Marvel. I can't wait 
to see what uh, Jonathan Majors looks like as Kang. <laughs> yeah, I cannot That's wait true. to see what that costume looks yeah, like. Yeah, me too. But but we know that you know supposedly that one's coming pretty soon. Quantum Mania. The other one is Galactus. I want a comics accurate Galactus so bad. Yeah. Oh God, with all the, with the big, you know, pointy head <laughs> and everything, just with all of its glory. Just a giant guy yeah. standing mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Oh man, it's gonna be so awesome. I can't wait for whatever they do that. Yes. You know, we'll get it 2026 or something like that. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> can't wait. It's going to be a fun ride until then. But all right, listeners, hit us up on Twitter and in the comments. Let me know what you guys think about all the costumes and superhero movies and TV shows. As always, we'll post links and examples of everything we talk about on let me know how it is dot com. Please remember to like us and follow us on social media and we will see you guys next time. Thanks. Thanks.